0: This is Brian Collins, I'm a uh, former Walt Disney Imagineer, and you're listening to the most wonderful podcast to hit the airwaves, Mousecapades. You're at the right place, at the right time. you found the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears. It's Supercast! Hope you enjoy the show. If you're like me, you're going to laugh a lot. We invite you to pull up a chair. Relax and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the mouse capades podcast. It means no
1: worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem free philosophy.
2: the have I think we I
3: started. Okay. Happy Wednesday everybody. We hope you're having an awesome week. This is Nick and I'm joined by Stephanie and this is episode 422 of the capades podcast where we are going to be bringing you the latest news and rumors. But before we start, we want you to go ahead and check out our friends over at Waltexpress.com. You can join their newsletter today to become a Disney expert on deals, tips and info on all things Disney. So, how was your weekend, Steph?
4: Um, well,
3: Over the we, President's Day weekend.
4: Yes, President's... Mine wasn't as exciting as yours, but we did get up early every morning to book our Fast Passes for our March trip coming up here. So, That's right. Yeah, 6 a.m. every morning, including this morning. We got up early and we booked those Fast Passes and it was exciting. I'm like on a Disney high right now. That's
3: awesome. That's right. Yeah. We have that trip coming up and for our listeners, what you don't know, Stephanie, you messaged me while I was i was currently in the magic kingdom yes. at fan- in fantasy i felt
4: bad about that oh
3: don't don't feel bad <laughs> about that at all and uh you said hey i want to like to book some tickets and so i sat down on the bench and it was like when they were closing the park up yeah and uh you were sending me
4: pictures of of disney world and like hey i'm here right now look at this picture and i'm like ah
3: that's right i was i need to be I? here i was mm-hmm. i forgot yeah did, you, did i send you the reflection shot
4: I don't think so. I don't think okay, I got that one. Okay.
3: I'll have to send you some of that stuff.
4: Yeah, definitely send those over. So you were in Magic Kingdom that night, and you said you were there for 15 hours. Is that
3: correct? Um, yeah, give or take, maybe a little bit longer.
4: Holy moly. I don't it know how you have the stamina day. to do that.
3: So we'll get into it later, later on in the week, but my brother and I, we were the first... Two individuals, literally, in the park to step our foot into the park. Obviously, there's a line there. Right. We got in because where they released the rope, we stepped in, and we were the very line. first ones. And I had recorded a video of, of, our, of us, and I'm pointing at the people behind me saying we're the first ones in the park. And then awesome. later on, I recorded another video. We were the very last ones in the park, and they actually had to kick us out. But uh, they do a great job. They the cast members of allowing you to take pictures all you want after the park closes. Now we were there about two hours after the park technically wow. closed. Wow! It was amazing. But for all of our listeners, I did direct you over to WaltExpress.com. They do have a couple blogs up right now. They have one written by Vanda Bean, guide to Epco- or, excuse me, guide to Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival for 2019 butterfly tent and epcot's flower and garden festival and that is written by mandy middleton and one more by mandy middleton how the disney world fast pass system works really go check that one out on my last trip with my brother my father stuff and listeners we didn't wait in any lines whatsoever and got on to every single ride that we wanted to even day of throughout the day i'm like hey i want to get on slinky again hey i want to go to midway mania I was able to still get those fast passes and modify that to the time that I Even actually wanted. Even those tier wanted. ones? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, after you go, you know, after you use it,
4: right. as soon when as you, you
3: scan, get, get right in there, hit that modify, modify, I preach that all the time and our listeners know, modify. Mm-hmm. And so I did the exact same thing. We got on, did not wait. We didn't wait at all. And it was a pretty busy weekend. It was a real busy weekend.
4: I think reading those blogs is so important because we didn't do that our first time. I mean, it was our first time at Disney last year. So we had never gone and I had no idea how any of that worked. And then suddenly it's like, oh, I I totally screwed that up last year. I could have done so much more and I But that's how you learn. You learn
3: through experience. That's how everyone listening learned. You know, that's how I learned. Right. You know, just through experience and and modifying. I, I stumbled across the whole modifying thing years ago. But realize not everybody does it, or even knows that it's there. Right. No. But anyway, go check out our friends over at WaltExpress.com. So let's go ahead and start this off. And I have I have some old news for you because we didn't put out an episode last week, and the listeners, you know that. So I kind of combined last week's news and this week with uh, the surrounding Disney and the parks and entertainment and stuff like that. Okay. Let's talk about uh, World of Color and that's in Disney's California Adventure, Stephanie. Okay. It's a really cool show. Um, that's gonna and it's gonna be actually popping back up, I should say, later on this week. So what today is the nineteenth? Or yes, excuse it me. Is. So today actually actually today, I'm trying to get my days. So we record on Mondays, but today's Tuesday. Tuesday of the nineteenth. President's mm-hmm. Day. Right. And so Wednesday be the twentieth. So technically this Friday, so apologize listeners this Friday on February 22nd, the World of color uh, we know it went dark to accommodate the construction of Pixar Pier last year, but the show was supposed to be closed for only a limited time but according to several unofficial sources there was a significant there was significant damage to the show platform which delayed its return but it's supposed to return this Friday.
4: Okay, how long has it been closed?
3: And it's a, it's a real since last year. Oh wow it's a really cool show if, listeners if you haven't gone out to actually personally see it just throw, go go to youtube pull it up and, and watch it it's a really cool nighttime show stuff where okay, they shoot I'll water up that. in the air and a whole bunch of colors It's really neat and they project images out on like the mist that you know is in the air with the water being shot up oh, in fun. the air it's really neat
4: okay i'll have to check that out so it opens this friday
3: yep this friday from from what i gathered from last week it was supposed to be this friday um, I have not gone back to check to make sure that it's still going to happen this Friday, but as far as I know, it's supposed to return this Friday there at California Adventure.
4: Well, that'd be a nice surprise if you're headed there.
3: <laughs> Definitely. What did What did you find when you're picking the internet's brain there, with uh, some Disney news.
4: Well, I actually, something that I had talked to you about was that those after hours. Yeah. I had never yeah, heard yeah. of the after hours. You and I hours. were
3: talking about it. Yeah. The, the morning and the evening. I was looking at evening. You were looking at morning. Right. And, and, I, and as always, I'm on the opposite page.
4: Right. Well, um, after talking to you about that, I was looking up news and it said that the after hours actually sold up t- sold out twice this weekend. So you were saying it was something like, oh, I've, I've always thought about doing it. And right. And It actually sold out twice. So you must have been there on a really busy
3: weekend. Oh, it's a a popular event. And I will say, without going into too much detail, I really didn't feel this weekend was going to be that busy because last year, this weekend, wasn't uh, as busy as this past Mm -hmm. weekend, okay? We're going a year out, a year ago. But we had Daytona 500 going on this past weekend, which I did not account for. Uh Didn't even think about it. Right. And... For some reason, I don't know why, it is dance season, and I thought for some reason dance season had ended. Well, mm-hmm. I was proven wrong. I, I forgot, and once I got there, I quickly realized Whoops. there are a lot of girls running around here doing like backflips and cheering, and right. oh, jeez, there's dances going on, and so all over the place, we stayed at Pop Century, and all over the place, we had dance instructors doing dance routines with all the girls and Practicing stuff like that. Practicing. Is- yeah. So it was very, it was very busy even inside the parks as well. So I could see definitely how that stuff would sell out.
4: I looked at the crowd calculators, and it did say that they were they were nines, and they were not predicted to be nines. So
3: so they weren't. They weren't predicted to be nines at all. No,
4: they weren't. Oh. And so you were there, and it was super busy. And so here you say that you were not waiting in line. No, not but at all. Even when things were that incredibly no, busy. No, not at all. That's. That again is reassuring because I can only go during spring break where sure. it's very busy, and so I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that it's
3: all about We'll have that same those
4: experience.
3: Fast pass. You will. Yeah. You will. It's all about modifying those fast passes. What I'm curious because for our listeners, you know Stephanie, she does her homework, and that's what I really really love <laughs> about you. You when you plan a trip, and I remember when I booked your first trip for you. You wanted to do all the work. Like, you're like, no, let me look at the fast passes. Let me go ahead and get that stuff going.
4: I enjoy it. And
3: it, it was very easy, right? You yeah. made it very easy for me. Um, but you love doing that stuff mm-hmm. in the it's logistics fun. aspect of uh, the trip.
4: The funny thing is, Keith does too. Like, both really? of us got up at 6 a.m. Not like one of us, we could have taken turns, but no, both of us were up at 6 a.m. each morning because we both wanted to book the fast pass. Oh, that's great. So we're, we're equally as excited.
3: Um, what were the crowd calendars supposed to be?
4: Uh, I don't remember. I I don't recall. I okay. I feel like it was like a six or a seven, but I, okay, don't, and I don't know. Okay, it jumped up to a nine? Yeah.
3: All right, um, let's see here. What do I got here? I'm going to go back to my news here. Oh, I yeah, have, Give Kids the World. I don't know if you saw this no. on the news, but uh, our buddy Tim went out there a couple weeks ago to support Give Kids the World, where uh, supporters got to rappel down a 400-foot Uh, Building actually down the side of the Orlando's Hyatt Hotel.
4: Okay. And what was like the cause?
3: So $1,000. So you'd give $1,000 in donations and then you had the opportunity to rappel down the side of Orlando's Hyatt Regency Hotel. But what were they doing it for? Like was there... For Give Kids the World. It's a foundation that that gives kids or brings hope, comfort, and fun to critically ill children.
4: Okay. Oh, that's That's amazing. yeah, Yeah,
3: Disney does this kind of stuff all the time and it was really neat. Okay. Really, something really special.
4: And you said that you knew somebody who went and did that? Yeah, Tim.
3: Uh, so Tim that uh, records yeah. sometimes with us, uh, which leads me to another story, I, I need to bring <laughs> up. Um,
4: he yeah, actually he, repel- Yeah, he, he
3: went down there, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. cool. All, All right, variety. outstanding. What do you have?
4: Um, so I guess I had one more question for you. Okay, what's of up? With your, your trip, um, and it's news as well. Um, I know that you are a big Dole Whip fan. Yes. So did you hear about the Aloha Isle? They now have um, new cups. They have little Minnie and Mickey cups. Did you get one?
3: I did, and I have a picture. Let me see if I can pull it up for Do you. you. My father had Minnie. Okay. And I had Mickey. And let me see if I can pull that up for you so you can go ahead and see. And it looks like Mickey shorts is what it looks right. like. Here you go. Here's I guess they have them at right
4: Disneyland there. as well. Right there. There it is. There's the new cup. So,
3: so that is the um, pineapple swirl. Okay. The dole, or, I should say, the Dole Whip swirl. I like to get a combination of vanilla and Dole Whip.
4: Well, are you going to try the new Hee Hee cone?
3: No, what's that?
4: Okay, I, yay! I, I what, what found is that? something new. No, I, I don't know what this is. Okay, so there's the new Hee Hee cone, and um, it is a blue cone filled with a layer of pineapple Dole Whip and then raspberry soft serve with sugar piece eyes and a sour candy comb. And it's coming on February 24th. So it's the Moana. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounds good too. I mean, pineapple and raspberry, I think I would say yes to that.
3: So they, I, was, I don't know when it was, a year and a half ago, two years ago, uh, the Magic Kingdom came out with a pineapple upside down cake that you could buy there with some Dole Whip on it. Mm, and that's, that's really good. good. And it's got yeah. pineapple chunks in the pound cake and stuff like that. They keep adding more and more, making it extremely hard to choose.
4: I know. And and you normally just get the dole whip. Like, try and, and just true. give me I'll do the dole, dole whip, whip, yeah. Right. The regular. But it I mean you do have to try all the other things.
3: They make it they make it hard though. Right. They make it hard. But regardless, I'll still spend the five or six bucks and, and grab a dole whip or whatever it may be. I've done the floats, I've done the pineapple upside down cake. Uh, obviously the dole whip. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to go back and try that one when I'm back out there.
4: Yeah, it's it's five twenty nine. They accidentally put it on the menu, like on the mobile app. Oh, for real? See it, and then they had to quickly take it off. So that's how it like was this leaked. past week. Yeah, really? That's how it got leaked. Yeah, yeah. that
3: app's been crazy lately.
4: If you don't so, use the app, you need to use the app because doing that quick service.
3: Things have been so showing up and disappearing. You know, when I checked in to my hotel, this is what's crazy. I'm on my app on the very first day. My brother got in late. His fl- his plane was delayed. My our plane was delayed. We thought he was going to get bumped. Actually, and he'll probably explain all that stuff on an episode later on coming out in the next week or so. But our all of our fast passes disappeared. Oh, like yeah. it had a reservation, but it said I had no plans for the day and so uh. I logged out, logged back in, same thing. No plans for the day. So then the I sweat panicked.
4: the sweat yeah. really
3: starts coming at this point. Oh yeah. Third time's a charm cuz I logged back in and it was all there, but that app's been silly crazy lately.
4: It actually this morning we were looking at our our passes and we were we keep checking for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train seeing if we can get that one and Sure. We're supposed to have four, and it showed up. Oh, Everything we can get that for you before two. you leave
3: tonight. There's no, no doubt in my mind. We can snag that for you. You got your phone with you?
4: Yeah, we've been checking.
3: Have you been clicking the, that mm-hmm. time what you want and just keep clicking, yep. clicking?
4: Oh yeah. Really? It's it's gone, but and that's a We'll check. How long are we you? How long check. are
3: you clicking? How long are you refreshing?
4: I, I mean, we log on a couple times a day.
3: Oh, no. You got to keep hitting refresh just for like sit five there minutes. L- yes.
4: Huh. Okay. That's how you do it. We're going to try that then. Yeah. Um, But it said that we only had two for everything and I was like, uh-oh. So it had booted my parents as if they weren't even on the trip. That happened so we panicked all and the time. Log off, log on, and it was fine. And
3: and your parents are there, magically yeah. there again. It happened all the time with my father That's this past so trip. Strange. I don't know why it was with just him. I guess but it was just a glitch. Him. Yeah, it was, it's glitchy. It's always glitchy. Oh. But it's hands down way better than what it used to be. Yeah. Let's see here. What do we got? Oh, Magic Kingdom early morning magic dates have been extended. And we got through, let's see here. I got a variety of dates, March uh, through August. So just take a look at that. You can go ahead and go to WDW info or you know type in Magic Kingdom dates extended through August. And you'll see all the new dates that they have there. Now, the early magic hours, or excuse me, the early magic, morning magic at the Magic Kingdom and I got an opportunity to partake in this. You know, it offers guests the opportunity to enjoy select attractions and fantasy land and also Tomorrowland. So it's not opened up to Adventureland and Frontier Land.
4: So is that, that's the morning magic. That's, that's not the one you pay for.
3: No, that's, no, that's a different a event. A different thing. A different okay. event. So let's see here. We have.
4: So is that like an extra hour? You got to go to the park. And yeah,
3: the, the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh is open. Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, Peter Pan, Princess uh, Fairy Tale Hall. It's a small world, Mad Tea Party, Under the Sea. Let's see here, anything else? Uh, that looks like that is it. So that is just well, geez, that's that's just Fantasyland. I don't see anything as far as rides open for tomorrow. Land. Interesting. Hmm. Very interesting. So no, I, so yeah, early magic hours. Um, now I'm getting confused. Now I'm starting to question myself. <laughs> the early morning magic dates extend through August. Um, or the so clearly we should see something like the hard ticket event or something like that. But um, alongside in Fantasyland, it goes on to state with this article that you can t- uh, take breakfast or enjoy breakfast at Cosmic Rays in Tomorrowland. That's always going to be open to help you out there. Okay, so that's gotta be the early. That's gotta be the, of the event. Yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, because they're not because going to open that up for the early magic hours, right?
4: Right. It's like seventy nine dollars, yeah. and it yeah. includes breakfast, yeah. and you get those seven rides.
3: How much did we say it was for the evening? It was like a hundred um, and what thirty something. One
4: hundred and twenty five. One hundred and twenty five. Okay. Three hours after close.
3: Three so hours. You get after close. three
4: additional hours. The early morning. Wouldn't it be one a blast to
3: one. do that stuff, man? Oh my
4: goodness, yes. Now, do you have to have A a regular ticket to get the after
3: hours? No, I think that's just a separate ticket. Okay. So if you just, you can purchase purchase just that.
4: Because I was thinking if you are going to the park, like that's your travel day, you could get to the park and then just do that and write a whole bunch of stuff for those three hours. Sure. Because normally, like for us, we're checking in at three o'clock, so we're not gonna use or go to any Disney parks that day. Because why why pay for a park if you're going to get there at 4 o'clock?
3: And I could be wrong, and I'm sure their listeners will correct me, but I'm pretty sure that's Let a us separate, know. <laughs> that's a separate event entirely. Okay. And so you can, that's, you're that's you purchasing that ticket. Well, right? and the
4: nice thing is I also read that you could get there, you can enter anytime after 7 p.m. So you don't have to come at 10 o'clock when the, the park closes or at 9 o'clock when the park closes. You can enter at 7 p.m. Right. So that could be five hours of... Of magic of park, uh, yeah, of, of magic. magic five hours of magic, which
3: I would totally do.
4: And it includes ice cream, popcorn, and soft drinks.
3: See, like, why it, not?
4: It sells itself right there.
3: If you get all that, mm-hmm. and you get the park yourself, basically.
4: Yeah, I definitely. If it's anything
3: like, Mickey, and I'm sure Mickey's not so scary is way busier than these hard ticket events. Yes. And even at Mickey's not so scary, I kind of feel like I have the park to myself. Depends when you go. Okay. Uh, the earlier, the better. Right. Uh, you know, the later, not so much. You know, closer to Halloween. But yeah. All right. What else we got?
4: Um. Let's see. I have. Okay. So I'm sure this is old news. But to me, somebody who's uh, <laughs> less on top of things as you are, you I are. had no idea that they were getting um, the the Skyliner, the gondolas.
3: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's been in the works for quite a while.
4: Yeah. That I was just looking that up, and I went, that's going to be really cool. And that opens this summer.
3: Um. This summer, I don't – let's let's find a, a, an official date on that. You know, I was just out there just talking to cast members about it. Actually, okay. construction workers, not cast members. And they opened the door to let me look in, and uh-huh. this construction worker – took out his phone of pictures that he had taken uh-huh. and let me see the construction behind you could look through the cracks and see the same thing he's like I right. shouldn't be showing you this and I shouldn't be doing <laughs> this but I'm thinking buddy there's a crack right here I could look right through I could peek myself but anyway yeah that's supposed to take you um, from like I believe like Art of Animation to Caribbean Beach Resort over mm-hmm. to Disney Hollywood Studios like it's Epcot Epcot yeah I mean it's it's crazy let's see here let's see if we can get a Skyliner date here so Disney Skyliner sorry listeners
4: Yeah, all I was finding just kept saying summer 2019.
3: So let's see here. It was announced on November 14th of 2018. Okay. And you say summer of 2019. 2019. That would make sense with, you know, Disneyland, uh, not Disneyland, excuse me, Star Wars Land opening up in Disney Hollywood Studios. And I can't find a date on this, an actual date.
4: So that kind of goes... Right along with, um, I guess I was. I, I started researching more about the transportation and sure. the problems that they've had with the monorail. Um, oh yeah, they're
3: they're looking to overhaul that thing.
4: And that's what they were saying is that maybe this might be their new solution to get things up. And I just I almost feel like that's going to be a ride itself to get on the a gondola. Like that'd be so neat and so, see everything from
3: above. So they're not air conditioned. And I was talking to this construction okay. worker. And I don't know how much in the know this guy is, but I said, these aren't AC'd, right? And he, he started to explain that, no, they're not you know, going to be AC'd, and they're still talking about it. Like, they're still... So Disney announced that they weren't going to be air-conditioned. Okay. But according to this construction worker that's actually working on the project, talks are still going on as to if they're going to make them air-conditioned or not. Hmm. So Disney released saying that they're not going to be. But this construction worker that's actually working on it said, no, I... They're that, still debating. Right. So his foreman or whatever, his boss was currently at a meeting, he said, like when I was talking to him over that specific topic, because he started giggling when I, chuckling when I mentioned it. And he's like, it's funny you say that because you read our mind. boss is actually yeah. in a meeting over this right now because Disney's having second thoughts.
4: Huh.
3: So who knows? They got plenty of time.
4: So this, but this could be the new the new way. The monorail is out, and oh no no no!
3: So the monorail is still going to be the thing, right? Because that's going to take you on the loop to right. the various resorts, to the parks, and stuff like that. I don't. That's never going to go away. If you anything, will ever go. So, no, I mean one no. of
4: these websites was saying that they were just thinking that that might eventually go away.
3: No, I don't think that's ever going to go away. If anything, they're going to add to it. Okay. Um, the 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 actual transportation vehicles themselves
1: mm-hmm.
3: would go away, and they'll bring a new monorail. Uh, the monorail itself won't go away, but the actual ride vehicle might like the go, right, yeah. would go away.
4: Well, and that's why the person was saying that they thought it was a possibility because they should have updated those a long time ago, and they didn't. And so they're wondering, are they holding off because they're going to go a different route or they're going to choose to do something else? So that was really? kind of just what somebody was, was toying around with and playing with. And then they, then they mentioned those the minivans. Yeah. Now, are those a thing now or just something no, that they're no, going to start? No, it's a thing. So
3: it's a transportation, so it's, it's a van. They okay. call it a minivan, and it looks, it's Minnie Mouse, it's polka dots, right? Uh-huh. And it will take you anywhere, pick you up from the airport, take you to your hotel. It will even, uh, it'll arrive at your hotel, and you can have, the, the cast member will come get your family and take you to the minivan, and, you know, so it's nice. more than just getting into a van and going places. Right. It's, it's very. Uh, people trust
4: them a little more than just like an Uber. Where it's like out.
3: concierge service yeah. level of service, right? So they're gonna come get you.
4: Is it a a flat rate or is it tiered based on where you're going? So,
3: good question. Okay. I know to the hotel it was like hundred and thirty. I could be off by by twenty bucks or whatnot, but it was like it was in the hundreds. Okay. As far as going, I know as far as going to the parks or something like that. I'm sure it's, I don't know. I, I'd have to look it up, 30, 40 bucks. I don't know off the top of my head. I know it's more expensive than an Uber. Right. But, uh,
4: well, and that's what they were saying that it's more expensive than an Uber. But some people don't trust the Ubers or the Lyfts as much as they would trusting a, a Disney, like an actual minivan. This is hired through Disney. Um, but they were wondering if Disney might eventually ban Uber and Lyft.
3: So that's been on debate for a long time, and I don't, you know, if they did that, they would get so much of a backlash between mm-hmm. charging people down to stay at the resorts in an empty car just because it's taking up a spot in the parking lot mm-hmm. that's already paid for, you right. know. And then if they were to take away Lyft and Uber, oh my, people would be screaming, maybe irate. I use. Uber everywhere. On this last trip, I used Uber everywhere I went. I think I only got on the bus twice.
4: Now, how much does it cost for you to get on an Uber from like park to park?
3: Okay, so from park to park, it just depends what park you're at. Obviously, if you're going from Epcot to Hollywood Studios, it's going to be like five bucks. Okay. Right? If you're you're going now to Animal Kingdom, it's probably going to run you about $12. So I usually don't take it park to park, but I definitely take it from to and from the resort. And it's ranged anywhere from $6 all the way up at one time 23 it depends when the high point right is Mm -hmm. it whenever hours right exactly but i've only paid that 20 something once and it was because i didn't want to fight crowds so i said forget it i'll pay it right but i've never seen it that high since then even when the park closes the highest i've seen is 12 13 dollars now that's just accommodating four people not six uh, you know five six seven not a huge but I, I just looked it up. It ranges between $30 to $40 okay. for a minivan to take you basically anywhere around or on campus at Disney World. Okay. Let's see here. What do I got here? I want to move along here, pull up the news. Pull pull it up. What do I got here?
1: What's
4: in your oh,
3: news? Oh, new Disney Pixar Coco inspired show coming to the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot.
4: I, I did re- read about that. Yeah.
3: So beginning on March 6th. Uh, the story and the vibrant music of Disney's Pixar Coco is coming to the Mexico Pavilion at, in Disney World at the World Showcase at Epcot. And it's going to be courtesy of the Mariachi Cabre, which am I saying that right? I hope I'm saying that right. Hi. C-O-B-R-E Cabre, right? Cabre, not yeah. Cobra. Uh, um, anyway, I meet. listen to those guys when I'm out there all the time. I've listened to them twice this past trip and I love listening to them. Uh-huh. I just love Mariachi music. I don't know.
4: So fun. Are you into it? I'm in all of the different music. The German band, I really enjoy okay. as well.
3: When I was stationed down at uh, Lackland Air Force Base for a little while, that's when I really got into, because it's down in Texas, uh-huh. San Antonio. Got really into the River Walk and listening to mariachi bands and just hanging out uh-huh. at a local restaurant and listening. I mean, it was it's awesome stuff. And so you have that vibe of Mexico there in the World Showcase right, right there in Epcot. It's really cool. If, if you haven't YouTubed this, YouTube it's Stephanie. It's really cool. It's a guy that's walking around controlling... Um, uh, what's his name Coco uh-huh. right it, it's, he's attached to him but you really don't really look at the guy he's, he's like subdued right okay. so you see Coco so you're and then he's playing his the... guitar and huh. he's singing and it's really neat
4: so it doesn't open until May 6th
3: March 6th March
4: 6th okay but they
3: already have it there at Disneyland
4: oh okay I was yeah, so wondering it's already, how you've the video it's already, already going yeah
3: it's already going on sorry gotcha. I should have explained that and for our listeners go ahead and check that out as well on YouTube uh, but at Disney World starting March 6th
4: I love that movie too Coco. Good movie. First Cocoa. movie that
3: Colin cried in. Oh. He, the way that come out, two years, a year ago? A little over a year ago? I feel like, yeah. He cried in it. He's
1: totally
4: shocked.
3: I looked over at him smiling and he had tears going down his cheeks. Aww. I was like, oh my gosh, this really even plucked at the heartstring of my, at that time, six year old kiddo, right? Right. It's, Nuts.
4: I mean, it's a special movie. It's really sweet.
3: Uh, let's see here. Disney announces uh, Voyager's Lounge coming to the Riviera Resort. And let's see here. The Riviera Resort. If you haven't looked that up, it's based off of uh, like like 1935 European-esque building.
4: Okay.
3: Looks really cool. And that should um, be
4: open this summer as well, right? Uh,
3: let's see here. I don't have a date on that, but I do have... A YouTube clip that we can listen to here in just a second we can comment while we're while we're playing it okay. but the new lounge will be located next to the La Petite Disney or excuse me La Petite cafe and will feature decor that was inspired by a collection of books type ti- book titles that Walt Disney gathered including Walt's 1935 European Grand Tour uh, the lounge will showcase some of the unique Disney co- um, connections to Europe and so I have um, a clip here from YouTube I thought maybe we can go ahead and play it. And I'm, we're trying something new, listeners. We're going to splice it in while in real time. Usually, what I do is I splice it in after the fact, after we have recorded. So, Nick if it doesn't. Nick got on us. What's up? It's a Nick got all techie I'm on trying, us. I'm trying. It's all trial this stuff and error. Out. So, if it doesn't quite work out this go around, just be assured that we will work it out by next week. So, put on your headphones, all right. Steph, and let's go Get ahead official. and listen to this. All right. It's loading up right now. And uh, mm-hmm. celebrate the travels of Walt Disney and Disney's Riviera It's Herbier really Resort. hard Here to imagine
5: go. what Disney would look like this is Ryan March. if Walt had been a homebody. Disney because files his editable. travels around the world had such heavy influence. Can you put into words what his travels mean to the Disney that we all know and love? I don't think there's a thing in Walt's personal experience that didn't somehow translate back to a notion of... A new sure, idea I just for this guy. He's his company, for it. it's part the organization. Of the the, that the he Disney founded. Vacation Club. And I just Whether missed his it's name, accidentally stumbling okay. on the prototype of the Allweg monorail while he was just driving down a country road in Germany, so or going go. the to the little village of Zermatt in Switzerland and looking up at the Matterhorn and being so taken with that that that's why there's a Matterhorn in Anaheim. Everything touched his heart, his intellect, his curiosity had a translation out into something that we saw or continue to see today. Every time he went somewhere, did something, it inspired an idea or a curiosity that he then followed up on that manifested itself in films, in television or in Disneyland. Disney's Riviera Resort draws a lot of inspiration from Walt's travels through Europe. As you worked on this book. What struck you about those particular trips? What's interesting is we perceive Walt as so American, but he pretty much never missed a chance to go and travel through Europe. And he was very proud of his French-Irish heritage. And he had a lot of occasion to go to premieres, to work-related events, and to film locations. Uh, throughout Europe, and I just think he was, in many ways, a wide-eyed traveler, and he just really loved the environment and the history, and later on, taking his family to see these terrific places.
3: So you can see, I'm going to go ahead and pause it there, and let's see, here, what was that guy's name that he was interviewing? So it was Ryan March, and... Sorry, I apologize, listeners. It wasn't some dude from the Vacation Club. I, that was the title underneath, and that's what I was reading. And I didn't get the guy's name that he was interviewing. But we all know Walt. He took his tours around the world. And he went down south to Central and South America. And he went over to Europe. And you see a lot of that influence in the animation films inside the parks. And that's where Walt kind of really got his ideas. But what was really cool about Walt stuff is that Walt was an innovator. He took ideas and he'd make it to a much grander scale. Or he'd create it to a much grander scale. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of that in the parks. I mean the obvious one is the monorail, right? Right. Um
4: that said he got from Germany.
3: But even like the tiki room, right? Even attractions like that, you know, where where you you have birds from Central America and right, South America that are coming, you know, and singing and doing their song and dance and stuff like that. It's just really right. neat that you know, Walt did love to travel, and sometimes his brother would make him travel because he was getting because you know,
4: he'd get inspired by it.
3: Well, that or he would uh, how do I micromanage his people, and he needed a break. So gotcha. sometimes Walt would push his you know his younger brother. Hey, you you need to you need to take a break, <laughs> go on vacation, buddy, with your family. Take but Walt drew inspiration from all that as well. That's awesome. Pretty cool.
4: Yeah. So this beach, um, this what is it, the Riviera Resort? Yeah. That's going to be all European-themed?
3: Yeah, it's a European-themed resort.
4: Gotcha. I can't wait to see what it looks like.
3: All right, let's see here. So what else do I got here? I have, oh, Peebo Bryson. Uh, he's been added to the Garden Rocks concert series. And so Disney every year has a concert series. That they bring in a whole bunch of artists. How and many
4: artists? normally
3: do they bring in oh my gosh like when you say um <laughs> i don't even know between 50 to 75 but now they've expanded that they've added oh, like, wow. it, like oh my gosh so i so have to a go, lot. go back to my old yeah. news from a couple not of 20 ago.
4: i think a lot and i'm like, oh, like 30 like 20 more or something like I don't that know. so <laughs>
3: pebo when i first when i first saw his saw his name i was thinking oh dude he's going to be singing with celine dion Beating the beast Uh. because he's saying that when it first came out and no that's not what he's going to be doing he's going to be singing um if you're ever if ever you're in my arms again I don't think I've ever heard that
4: um is that Sleeping Beauty no 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 no
3: Peebo um It wouldn't be Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty came in a long time ago. But Peebo, he he sang a few songs that you would recognize. But that one, and it may be a popular one, but I just don't remember that one. I was really hoping it was going to be the Beauty of the Beast song that he did with Celine Dion. But that's not going to be it. I don't know why he wouldn't. So let's head over to Disney California Adventure this summer. We're going to have the new Lion King celebration that's coming. In celebration of the upcoming remake of Disney's The Lion King So this should be a fun event. The fun event will feature a group of traveling storytellers who will celebrate the film and story, song, and dance. They're even going, it's going to be interactive where they invite guests to join them and sing along with them. The celebration will also have music, crafts, and all honoring the film and the spirit of Africa. You can get more information on this. Just go ahead and like Google it. You You can go ahead and Google that event. Really neat. The same director, you know, um, John, and I always jack up his last name, Favreau or Favreau, whatever his name is. He also does the Iron Man movies and the Marvel and stuff like that. He's directing this one, the Disney's Lion King. So really looking forward to this one.
4: Okay. So also, I guess the Lion King for their 24th, or 25th anniversary celebration, it's happening now. So this isn't brand new news, okay. but they're having that Kuna Matata time dance party on Discovery Island. There Mo at an Anim- Animal Kingdom. Yeah, did you so go I, to that?
3: Yeah, oh, no, I didn't go to that party. I didn't see it going on. So when did it start?
4: It says January is what I have written down. This January was when it started. Okay. So it's fairly new, but have you not heard of this? That
3: happened last year. Why? Am I? No, that was Animal Kingdom's anniversary. I think was last year. Yeah, There's two
4: new things happening at Animal Kingdom. So far, since January, was that. And then there's a Donald's Dino Bash. Okay, It's a dance party meet and greet in mm-hmm. Dino
3: Land. Yes, yeah, so that's over there in Dino Land. They also have Launchpad and a Quack out there. Scrooge okay. makes an appearance every now and then. It's a cool place. Okay. Cleanest just, bathrooms, by the way. You wouldn't think so because it's a kid area. Huh. But the kids aren't using the restroom, you know, when they're supposed to be. Uh, <laughs> they're holding okay. it. And so like, I, so that's where... You're going to hear me say weird things like this, Steph. <laughs>
4: I just but, remember last time you talking about how you take selfies in some of these. Places. Oh, and I did. I sent
3: it. I sent it to. I, I'm not going to say who I sent it to, but anyway. So, yeah, I take and I took it to my. I, let's let me take a step back. I'm like throwing up all over myself here. I do. Yes. And yes. And I did take a picture of this last trip and sent it out to some family members because that's just what I do. Now, I'm not actually using the restroom, people, just for your information. It's pretending. It's, it's a joke that It's stemmed. It's a, it's a joke that stemmed with Vicky, because she wanted me to take a picture of the cleanest restrooms I could find. So I started taking pictures of me in the restroom, and that's how it started. All right. Now, all right. not actually using the restroom. And it was just a, a sick joke between us because we're like brothers and sisters. Right. Um. But Dinoland does have some, some of the most clean cleanest bathrooms. bathrooms. Yes. Okay. At least maybe that day. Uh, I didn't go in on my last trip. But uh, yes, last time I was there before this last time. Have one. you yes. seen
4: that dance party? Meet and clean? I
3: have not. No, I have not. I
4: just thought that's right up Lucy's alley. I mean, dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. Dancing. Your kiddo, for, for sure. Donald. She's in heaven.
3: Have you seen the new reusable bags that they're selling?
4: Yes, At, I did see Okay, them. so
3: I bought one and I actually bought this one right here. Do I have it with me? No, I don't have it with me today. Um, This one with all four parks. Oh, geez. I saw it for a second and then disappeared. All four parks right there. Okay. That's the one that I ended up getting. But you can get those everywhere. And what Disney does right all the time is they make us want every single one of them. Got to catch them all like Pokemon. Mm -hmm. They had these bags strategically placed in every park. So you... You want to buy every single bag. And you feel
4: better because it's a reusable bag and right. good for the environment. And so it's two you bucks. you might as well.
3: It's like Epcot has their own, Disney Hollywood Studios, Animal Kingdom, Disney Springs. Your resort is even going to have their own bag. But all the resorts, I think, may have the exact same bags. And it's that one with all four parks on them.
1: Gotcha.
3: Um, just from my personal experience. Um, so you experience. Ended
4: up leaving with just one bag. Hmm? You only ended up buying just one bag. I only ended up buying I'm just one bag cuz you are a big souvenir person by Well, for Colin I am. Thing. Yeah,
3: and I ended up buying a lot and we we'll, I'll go in more depth with that later on this week, but I bought him probably more than he's ever received on any Disney vacation. <laughs> Usually he only gets like one or two items, and even when he comes, we're like you can get one item, right? Right. Um, or two items and go from there, but these bags if you haven't checked them out, go ahead and check them out. The the large bags, which are pretty big, which fit my large lotso that i bought him so they have this lotso that i mean it's like yay high i don't know three feet tall oh wow and i don't know like two and a half feet wide it's the biggest lotso you i think it may be the actual biggest stuffed animal that on walt disney world property that fit in this large bag that only cost two dollars and it was great because it had handles on it and it was easily you could easily throw it over your shoulder and carry it um, the medium-sized ones are gonna run you a dollar fifty, and the small ones one dollar.
4: Totally worth it.
3: De- they really are. I wasn't sure at first, Steph, yeah. but once I got there, and it's that uh, that fun factor. Mm-hmm. You gotta buy them all. Yeah. And I'm totally into them now.
4: All about the bags. Nick's the bag guy.
3: <laughs> the jokes <laughs> that I can come up with. That one. All right. What <laughs> else? What else you got? You got anything else?
4: Um, no, that's about everything I see here okay.
3: right now. So let's go over first quarter earnings with Walt Disney World. So I, it, so if you've listened to the show, and I know you have, you always, you always hear me talk about the injury reports and the earning reports. And I love talking about them. Now, this came out about a week and a half ago. So Walt Disney Company, this is the first quarter earnings report, shows a flat revenue and a lower income, by the way. So they overall earnings, they say diluted earnings per share were down 36%. From last year's first quarter down hmm. right from two dollars and 91 cents to a dollar 86. Wow. Revenues for the company were flat compared to last year, decreasing si- slightly from 15.351 uh, billion to 15.303 billion. But I mean, come on now, it's a billion, right? <laughs> They're right. talking You're about okay. pennies right now. Operating income decreased from mm-hmm. 3.98 billion. billion and that's an eight percent drop by the way
4: that surprises me especially with how busy it is and you know the the price increases that you see all the time
3: Well, maybe that's it who knows you you know i i don't know maybe you've
4: increased so much people can't go as frequently
3: so tim made a good point i was at first against the prices increasing because i had an episode where i talked about at disney's pricing out the middle class Mm-hmm. Middle class is soon to be priced out. But really what it's doing, the more I think about it, it's pricing out the lower class. Um, and, and maybe the lower class isn't going at all. I have no idea. You know, when you talk about the, the three various classes and I and I hope I'm not offending, offending anyone here. I'm just, you know, just talking here. But the more that Tim laid out his argument and the more I kind of agreed with his with his big, bold statement, really of saying that he was all for. The price is increasing because what it's going to do, it's going to lessen the loads at the parks. It's going to, they're going to be less traveled. You know, you'll feel it won't be as crowded, things like that. And the way he broke it down, I'm like, you know, that makes complete sense. Yeah. No, but the Disney, you know, they're going to want the business. They're going to want more traffic. But so check this out. This is for Parks Experience and Consumer Products. They had a 5% growth in revenues and 10% growth in operating income for the first quarter. Direct to consumer and international was a 1% disc, uh, decrease in revenues and 223% decrease in operating income from first quarter. Media Networks. So this is something that they have that they've been struggling with. The media and entertain entertainment 7% growth in revenues and 7% growth in operating income for first quarter. Studio entertainment, 27% de- decrease in revenues and 63% decrease in operating income for the first quarter. Okay. Parks, let's see. Here. I could go back into Park's experience and stuff like that, but I'm going to go ahead and skip all that stuff. Uh, let's see. Here. Do we have a statement from Iger? I thought I saw a statement. No, no statement from Iger. Yes, this is this is what he said. Annou- announcements from him. So the direct to consumer, right, directly to us. Iger said that the DTC or the direct to consumer remains their number one priority. So what do you think that means?
4: I, I'm not sure actually.
3: So, so I take that, I take that as, um, consumer products maybe.
4: Okay, so all the stuff you can buy at the park probably. Is- that's their priority,
3: right? I, I would, I would, I would think so. And like the experiences and things like that, I'd okay. have to look into that. Maybe if our listeners know the direct to consumer, uh, go ahead and text us four zero seven six seven four zero four one four. I just don't have the notes that broke it all down to kind of give me direct
4: the, to consumer. I feel right. like that's like the stuff you can hold, like the stuff that that's what I would think. Right? So that's what I would think. Merchandise.
3: Let's see here. You were talking about fast passes, right? Not uh-huh. showing up and being wiped out. Yeah. So apparently, you know, you were talking about this. As, this is a thing. Fast Pass Plus selections were being wiped out upon cancellation of Disney Resort reservations. Now, this is something that I didn't think about, and I'm kicking myself in the rear, wishing I had thought of this Disney hack before Disney finally said enough is enough. You know what I'm going to talk about here? Yeah, we talked
4: about this last time I was here. Oh,
3: did we talk about this, about making the reservations?
4: Yeah, and neither of us knew, but Chrissy had found out that there was a hack that they had stopped.
3: Okay, thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Yeah. So making your resort reservations,
4: mm-hmm. making
3: your fast passes, canceling out your resort reservations. Right, dude. Why didn't we think of this? Like, <laughs> We're honest reals. people. That's
4: why. Like, why
3: didn't we think of this? I'm all about the Disney hacks, right? I mean, if Disney's right. gonna allow it to happen. Yeah, you might we as well do it. On it. So I'll skip that one then. All right, <laughs> moving along, moving along.
4: I know, I know it is sometimes unfortunate when you see some of those things and go, oh, I could have done this, huh?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's something so so simple. Like, mm-hmm. why didn't I think of this stuff? All right. Walt Disney. Ar- oh, so the Walt Disney Archives founder, Dave Smith, passed away at age 78. Um, archives founder, you ask?
4: Possibly, Dave stuff. Smith,
3: he? So he was hired back in 1970 by Walt's brother and the Walt Disney Company co-founder, Roy O. Disney. That's Walt's brother. Okay. And uh, his first responsibility was cataloging every item inside Walt's office suite which had been left untouched after Ooh. Walt's passing four years prior. Um, let's see here. Uh, thanks to Dave's um, detailed notes and records, the archives was, uh, was able to restore the suite in 2015. And today, Disney employees are able to visit and draw inspiration from the remarkable space. I found that really neat that employees can walk in and just gain that inspiration. Wow. I'd be taking pictures oh, like yeah. crazy of that place. But only
4: employees can go in.
3: That's what it says. Yeah, just the hmm. employees. I'm
4: surprised During, capitalizing on trying to charge oh, for that. I know totally right? good.
3: Like that would be good. Yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right.
4: Want a ticket for that? I'll sell you one. They'd yeah, have to bolt <laughs> everything
3: like, yeah. down and put glass up along the shelves. I
4: guess that's probably a reason why.
3: <laughs> During his time as Disney's chief archivist, am I saying that right? Archivist? Yeah. Sounds right. Um, Dave grew the archives from a simple one person department to a model among corporate archives. Uh, he was regarded by fans and historians as the final authority on all things Disney history. Ooh, so, so I good. find that very cool and an honor to be deemed that guy, Yeah. right? He was an active member of the Society of California Archivists. Okay. So, you know, like, I didn't realize there was a go-to person for all things history for Disney, and he was the final say. He's the end-all say-all.
4: And he was, I, he was the guy who had to go in and... And deal with all that. I mean, he had to go through right. every single paper, right. every single every file. Single every single item. Wow. So, he had all the knowledge.
3: Died young. 78, 78 years 78. old. Okay. Like, to me, that's young. Is yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, today, you see people go in their late 80s, early 90s, or even that's into true. their 100s, and I feel like, man, that's young to that's be dying true. that young. So here's something interesting, and I just found out about this today. Like, I did not know about this. Okay. So I'm going to talk about Reedy Creek, and it's, an imp- it's the Improvement District that Walt created, right? Walt Disney created his own Improvement District basically to govern themselves, okay. right, to build their own infrastructure. Okay. They didn't need any outside organization. They had their own lawmakers to debate a 1967 deal, which gives Disney rights to build a nuclear reactor in Orlando. What? I know, Right. I see your face. I wish our listeners could, too. (laughs) Like, your face, your mouth just dropped and eyes popped out. Yeah, so for decades, you know, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, it's the governing body, like I was just telling you, of Walt Disney World Resort, has the legal uh, ability to construct their own nuclear power plant.
4: Why? (laughs) Why would they need to do such a thing? So Disney,
3: well, here's the thing. Disney managed to negotiate the deal in 1967, long before renewable energy became the the thing, right? The Uh The trend. Um This law is now under scrutiny in conjunction with legislation regarding the rights of Reedy Creek firefighters right now. So, Senator, I think his name is Victor Torres, a Democrat from Kissimmee, Florida. And if I'm mispronouncing that one, I know I've heard two different pronunciations for Kissimmee. People that live there have called it differently. I call it Kissimmee. Other people that live there call it the exact same thing. But I don't know if they were transplants or um, Floridians. Anyway, so he wants so he wants the disney's nuclear power plant rights removed entirely saying this is coming from victor himself right uh the senator i don't think disney would ever do that i don't foresee that but i just want to prevent anything like that from occurring period
4: i agree with him like i would i fully support that i i don't i do not think that they would ever do that no not at all but why? Why do they need to have that in there? So
3: the natural question might be is, is, is how did Walt Disney Company come about this power in the first place, right? Right. When Disney was creating the deal that would lead them to build Walt Disney World in a patch of Florida Swampland, which was right after he canceled the deal in St. Louis. So St. Louis was supposed to have Disneyland Wouldn't or Disney nice? World. So the Disney nice. World that's in Florida uh-huh. was a, was going to happen in, in St. Louis. And it was going to be in a dome, right? He wanted to have it, a dome that would mirror whatever whatever weather is outside inside, but yet keep temperatures warm, right, all year round.
4: Oh, that just right. sounds right.
3: Very cool, right? Fantastic. Very innovative, very futuristic yes. for that time, and even for this time. Yeah. Let's face it, that'd be a hard accomplishment, mm-hmm. um, or hard feat.
4: I actually had no idea. That so that was Walt ever an option.
3: Yeah. So Walt canceled the deal. They got in an argument with anheuser Bush, um, and because he didn't want beer sold in his parks. They just couldn't strike a deal. But Walt had plans drafted up. They were signing the final documents. And so the story goes, Ah. the final night they had a banquet. Walt's like, nope. The whole entire time, Walt had plans to start building one in Florida as well. But it was not nearly as far along Mm -hmm. as the St. Louis project. Walt scrapped the St. Louis project, went right down there, signed the paperwork to buy all the land. So let's get back to, you know, why Disney would even want to do this. So after purchasing the Swamp Land, they had a significant amount of leverage with the state of Florida. They owned a because lot. they
4: owned so much of Florida. As
3: part of the agreement, right, absolutely right. They worked out a unique situation where they would have a private government, Reedy Creek, with the authority to levy their own taxes, provide their own emergency services, build their own roads and infrastructure, and their own government functions. So Walt wanted this based out of because of what happened in Anaheim, he mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that he had his own government and he was that could approve his own stuff so he mm-hmm. wouldn't have to go through any city or any other organization. With that, he worked on a deal to potentially build his own power plant, nuclear power plant.
4: That <laughs> just blows my mind. I know, right? Like, what was he thinking? Why did he decide, like, I think
3: you're I have my Swan- own nuclear power plant. But you're in Swampland. Think about it. Where are you going to get the energy from? Yeah. You're in the middle and I mean, literally in the middle of, of what? Like alligator territory.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? Crazy. Um, so let's see. This happened. Well, this ha- I was actually here when this happened. I wasn't at this park, but I was at Disney World. A firearm was reported in a recent dispute over a disabled parking spot.
4: Oh, my goodness.
3: People. At Animal Kingdom. Seriously. I know you see this all the time. You see people. So you see the people cut in front of people. I saw right. it all the time on last trip. Mm-hmm. And You're what's in happiest funny is- you the place
4: on earth. Come on. Be happy.
3: I did- I did realize, though, security never questions people that cut lines. Like it, like in the security line, getting your bags checked. But no one's saying anything. I didn't say anything because you don't want to cause a confrontation. Right. The family in front of me didn't say anything. Well, this I watched this lady work her way up. It was just her with a backpack. I, I watched her work her way up. past everyone all the way to the front. Hung out and walked away. Never got her bag checked. Walked right through. Total foul. No one said anything. I mean, it's my fault on my part, too, because I didn't say anything either. Right. right? Even when I got up to the security. But anyway, so you see a lot of that. But this is over a parking spot. So the story goes, there was a gray SUV that was coming down super fast, trying to get into a spot that this other car was already trying to get into. Right. Mm -hmm. So this car screams, screeches in, almost hits the other vehicle right uh-huh that vehicle then pulls out a handgun and pulls it up above their uh the one
4: who just got cut off shows the guy is the gun let me so
3: let me go back to the article here who was driving stop okay so let me go back to the article a husband and wife that were getting ready to visit Disney's Animal Kingdom in the park on Sunday okay uh when the wife who was driving stopped in the parking lot to wait for a car backing out of The intention of taking that spot. So, this car's backing out. The woman told deputies that a man driving a gray SUV, so it's a gray SUV, from the opposite direction, sped up, cut the other person off, and almost crashed into him. The woman also reported that her husband raised uh, his right fist at the SUV driver, who responded, so the guy who cut them off, responded by lifting their handgun above the steering wheel and pointed it at them. Wow. So... Although the passenger of the SUV stated that there was no handgun involved at all, the officers located the SUV driver and the the female passenger at the security checkpoint of the theme park. So I found that very interesting as well. Like they were on top of it. How do you do that? It was busy this weekend. How do you do that? That's so kudos for them.
4: Yeah, definitely. So they just
3: canceled themselves out for letting that other person walk right through security. Uh Uh-huh. The story I was just telling you. So- They found out by looking at their IDs that this husband and wife, they do have their carrying conceal. So there you go. That's just more circumstantial evidence coming into play. They got a warrant to actually search this vehicle. So officers... Let's see. Let me go back here. She also reported to declare that the two were yeah concealed weapon permit holders. So this is what the person said. Oh, no. I lifted my wallet up. It wasn't my gun. It was my wallet. Right? Mm,
4: Sure. Sure it was.
3: So the officers report that was finalized... Did they uh, find a the gun? ...does mention that the SUV driver was holding his wallet against the steering wheel. But was okay. there a gun in the car? Possibly could have resembled a square flat gun or a magazine, right? Mm-hmm. As the female driver of the other vehicle had described. So according to... This is coming from the Orlando Sentinel. The sheriff's office obtained a search warrant from the judge to search the man's vehicle. This all came in one day, right? Yeah. Very quickly. But the incident report redacted ab- about what if anything was found so it didn't mention anything hmm. it was or mentioned it but it redacted it if okay. anything was found so I think we can assume it's probably safe to say that hey there actually probably was a gun okay right because I mean both occupants in the vehicle are carrying concealed weapon holders yeah that had it on their license uh huh you know so and if you I'm, I'm sorry if if someone just comes out and says hey a gun was just pointed at me you know that's a gun Right. You can, you know, when someone points something at you, it's and not it, like you're like, oh, that pointed at, you know the, the difference between a wallet, a donut, a gun, a crowbar. <laughs> a donut. <laughs> well, or a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the difference. But right. You know, there's no way someone's going to make up, oh, he pointed a gun at me. That's a huge I feel like
4: accusation. everything else probably blurs and all you see is that gun exactly. pointed at you. Like Exactly. You're staring right at it. Not to mention, it wasn't just one person who saw the gun. It was the husband and the wife. So they're both saying, I saw a gun. Right. So. Crazy. Yeah. I I bet that took their entire Disney day, though. Maybe they just shouldn't have cut somebody off because they probably had to spend the whole time with the cops doing all that. Oh, I'm that. sure. And,
3: Detained in Disney jail. Yeah,
4: see ya. Serves them right.
3: So this is pretty cool. I'm going to take you all the way back over to Anaheim, to Disneyland. We're talking about the pop-up Disney stuff going on. It's a Mickey Celebration exhibit coming to Downtown Disney. So they have Downtown Disney Anaheim and Disney Springs there at Walt Disney World. So the Disneyland Resort has announced a new uh, um, exhibition coming to Downtown Disney that will continue to celebrate the 90 years of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. It's called Pop-Up Disney, a Mickey Celebration. It will open this spring in the former ESPN Zone location, so it's down at the very end of um, downtown Disney The limited time Exhibit Will require A separate ticket So you're gonna have to oh. Buy a separate ticket For this But you can look Choo-choo. for See, I know Looks <laughs> like we should Add that in there <laughs> Some money right Scrooge McDuck Talking right now Look for several Different rooms All with bright Immersive displays And photo opportunities Inspired by Mickey and Minnie One room will even Feature a huge sofa Shaped like Minnie's Polka dot bow Where you can relax For a quick picture Or with someone special uh. Yeah, yeah. So you can take those pictures. I really like these photo opportunities because they're really unique. You know, I was just down for the Festival of the Arts, mm-hmm. and you had that stuff all over the place where you can uh, walk behind a portrait or something like that and be in the picture or these yeah. famous paintings. You walk into a box, and it's all layered, right? So you walk into it as if you're in the painting, and right. someone takes your picture, and oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. So I, I love this stuff when so Disney this is, does this.
4: This event is mainly like photo opportunities there's
3: so that's all i that's all i know of right now okay um but we should probably look into that and if yeah. we have any more up, updates we'll definitely tell you uh, tell the listeners yeah. let's see here updated so we were talking about the disney experience app which is now showing the new mobile order interface i still didn't see it when i was down there this weekend you, right it still and this, seemed the same so right? this article came out last week while i was down there and it looked the exact and i even updated my app because I couldn't sign in okay. it wouldn't let me sign in so I was like oh snap what's going on this was Wednesday morning <laughs> you at the need airport to be signed in <laughs> so I I was like oh I need an update I updated it I ordered food like crazy when I was down there and I still and I'll show you the pictures I still didn't see what they're showing me online now the options they've made it very easy to order food no more do you have to like read from a menu you can select icons which wow. is even better, right? So it's like your it's like your phone. Super fast, you know, like like okay. like your icons on a phone, okay. which is really cool. Um, so here's a picture of the navigation. So like icons
4: would be like a drink, like right? A soda so look at or- it, yeah.
3: So entrees, kids Disney uh, meals, which I check a lot of, right? So I'll be yeah. checking that one a lot. Uh, let's see here. Um, those are check meals, kids meals, desserts, beverages, alcoholic beverages, and then look at this one: allergy friendly. Wow. So they have these icons now that they've put on there that you just click on, and then it will bring up, like, your entrees, or it will bring up just the kids' meals, okay. or just the desserts. So you're not scrolling through a long mm-hmm. list trying to, you know, select what you and want. And you
4: didn't see that at all on your phone? No, not you at all. You still had the list.
3: Not at all. It was still the list for me. Hmm. So I don't know. It was supposed to... Ro- it was apparently, to this article, according to this article, it ran... It start. It rolled out last week, but Well, you know how not with are. mine.
4: like... Like, uh, I mean, Samsung did an update recently, and my mom has it, Keith has it, and it's a week later, and I still don't have it on my phone. So it's just sometimes phones are slow. Yeah. All
3: right. Let's see here. What else do I got going on? Um, Just lost my news. All right. Here we go. Uh, Star Wars and Frozen 2. So we know Frozen 2 is coming out. And my brother and I were just talking about this, and I don't know what I really think about the film right now. but And I think I may have a trailer here coming up. But Star Wars and Frozen 2 merchandise set for the same release day. They're calling it Triple Force Friday. So Star Wars, by the way, Steph, and you, I don't know if you know this, but uh, usually it's in the fall on a specific Friday because the films come out. They're released in December. They have what's called Force Friday. Okay. And Jeff and I went to the first Force Friday and did a podcast years ago over it when The Force Awakens came out. And they release all the new merchandise. So it's called Force Friday. Well, now with that Force Friday, you're going to have two Star Wars films and Frozen all releasing at the exact same time. So they're calling it Triple Force Friday. So you have the new Star Wars film episode that's coming out. You have Mandalorian, which is going to be coming. The Mandalorian Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that's coming out as well. And then Frozen 2. All of that on Force Friday. It's going to be a madhouse. It's going to set for, uh, let's see here. I don't have, do we have a date, oh, a release date on this? We don't have a release date, but I do have a release date on Frozen 2. That's going to be debuting on October 4th.
4: Okay, so it is the fall.
3: So is that coming out? I'm shocked That's not coming out in November. It's always released. Disney always releases a cartoon on Thanksgiving holiday, right? That That's week.
4: a very popular movie holiday. So that's a good So
3: idea. I am shocked. So I got to look into this to see if. Triple Force Fridays, October 4th, or if it's this Frozen uh, Adventure. Look it up real quick. See if you could pull that up, and I'll, I'll go to my next article and talk about Ron John Surf Shop. Have you ever been to a Ron John?
4: Yes, I have. You have do
3: you like them? Or is it just like another tourist attraction for you?
4: Yeah. I mean, if I need to get like a touristy shirt.
3: Right, to or a there. sticker for your car, or <laughs> something like that, or a skateboard or surfboard. Yeah. Ron John Surf Shop opening up at Disney Springs later this year. When I first read this, I thought. Oh, yay, because that's all we need is another Ron John store, right? Mm Because they're everywhere. Anyway, it's going to be a 10,000 square foot Ron John store location. It's going to be situated in the Tower Center area near the Polite Pig. So over by the Tower Center near the Polite Pig, that's where it's going to be. I'm still going to go over there and check it out when it opens. I'm sure I'm going to be... um, So you don't
4: really like them, but you're still going to... Not that I don't like
3: them. them. I'm just like, uh, it's another surf shop, right? okay. I'm sure they're going to do it right, though, because it's in Disney Springs. So definitely want to look for that one. Did you find a release date?
4: It says Star Wars announces Triple Force Friday for October 4th. Okay,
3: so, yeah. the, so the Force Friday is going to be on October 4th. Mm-hmm. Something's telling me I think Frozen 2 is going to be released that same week of Thanksgiving. Good Morning America shares new exclusive look at Toy Story 4. I know two weeks ago they also released a trailer. What was it? Super Bowl Sunday they released a trailer? Um, four, Toy Story Four. Yes. Yeah. So, Good Morning America also had. Sorry, i still reading. The act. This. Oh, it's all. No worries. The actor that uh, portrays the voice of Little Bo Peep, or I should say, Bo Peep, they had her in in the show, or I should say, in the studio. And we have a YouTube clip that I really want to play here, so we can both check this out. Okay. That's the new uh, exclusive look of Toy Story Four. The new trailer. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. All right. Put so headphones here we
0: go. on. And
2: so good in Ghostbusters, Designing Women. And back again is the voice of Bo Peep in the Toy Story movies. Welcome back to GMA.
1: Thank you. <laughs> you see, everybody has
2: their popcorn here in the audience because we're about to do something really special. here, an exclusive clip from the new Toy Story 4. No one's ever seen it before. First time right here on GMA. Let's take a look.
0: Situation? Yeah, the lost
2: toy, side yard.
3: Billy, goat, gruff. Go. So what we have here, sorry, I'm going to pause it. Yeah. So we have Bo Peep and three sheep. Mm-hmm. and Woody Woody's being pulled up on a ledge like it looks like a a, a desk or
4: yeah she's using her hook to s- somewhere up. yeah and
3: we have lost toys mm-hmm. and I think we're, we might be in is it Bonnie's room I believe that's who the toys were given to little Bonnie
0: raise the blinds do you have names you, you never told me that you never asked where is we he so.
3: they say where is he there. How do we reach him? it? We see RC Operation Pull, Pull Toy. Toy. Slink. You got it, Woody. Barbies. So the Barbies now are flipping on top the the, the um
4: Do another acrobats to right. get up to the on the dresser. On the dresser, thank you. Yeah. So,
1: they,
3: so they just created a like a a seesaw. Yeah. Or A catapult seesaw and Looks like one of them is probably going to jump on it. Toss. Nope, three Barbies. There you
1: go.
3: All right, so they toss Jessie up to the window to unlock it. This looks really cool. Let's see what she also has to say here real quick.
2: Welcome back. So, so that, that clip is actually a flashback for Bo Peep. She's actually got, she got a new look, new attitude in Toy Story 4.
0: Yeah, Bo's got some tood
2: now. <laughs> So you know when when we last so saw her, you know she was trying to choose between Does Woody voice of Bo and Buzz, caught in a little bit of a love triangle. Mm-hmm. Does she choose?
0: I think she's made a choice now. Oh. I can only reveal so much. All it's- right. So
2: you know <laughs> she
3: Woody. She can only
4: reveal so, so much.
3: We always thought you know Woody and Bo Peep are a thing, mm-hmm. but then Jessie comes into the picture in Toy Story Two. You know the redhead. Oh no, the oh, crazy yeah. redhead getting in the way of things oh, and so nice. then you start thinking there's love triangle. <laughs> right a love triangle here going on so
2: it's like it, it's oh, that's it's a good tease right <laughs> there so <laughs> <laughs> well, made her choice and you know and, and a few weeks ago and most of this is being secret but a few weeks ago tom hanks did post a photo of all of you i think of some of the cast so there we see them oh. uh looking that's at that's the that's finale that's final that. recording session now usually with these animated movies, you all do your scenes alone, but you actually got to do some with Tom.
0: Yes, it's, it, 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 it's, they don't usually do that. You usually just do it alone, and it's kind of odd that way. But Tom and I got to work together quite a bit on this one. That was not uh, uh, bad. That's, I'll, that's, I'll bet you that was pretty was
4: great. It <laughs>
3: was not so bad. So that's probably done on purpose. <laughs> yeah. So they play off one another. Now, I'm going to stop it there if that's cool. Yeah. I will say, watching the trailer... Tom Hanks, his voice is deeper, sounds older. So if he were to play the other Toy Stories, I wonder if you can tell a big difference. Now you you can tell it's Tom Hanks. Yeah. But Woody himself sounds even older than the other Woodies in the other Toy Story fours. I don't our Toy Stories. I don't know if you picked up on that.
4: I probably wouldn't have, but now I'm going to go back to. and listen no, to it no, and I'm you'll hear go. it. It wow. sounds yeah. raspier, sounds mm-hmm.
3: older. I like it. Uh, and, which is originally... she huh? does,
4: Bo Peep, she did sound like she had more attitude, like more in control. Yeah, yeah. And that's such a sweet little...
3: Exactly, I love it. Innocent. I love it. Which, you know, so Woody was supposed to be like a quick-witted, raspy, um, attitude-type character in the beginning. And they really toned him down quite a... They being Pixar, they toned him down quite a bit on... I mean, so, the story, the backstory on Woody's really cool, the concept art and who he was really supposed to be. Check that out sometime. All right. Let's see here. What do we got? Brand, let's see here. We just talked about Toy Story 4. Oh, we have the new trailer for Frozen 2. You want to yeah. go ahead and check that one out?
4: Oh, yes, please.
3: All right. So, this may be too much. I apologize. For our listeners, by the way, um, Stephanie, you do. I'm sorry. You look just like Elsa. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> remember, you, except for without the blonde hair. Remember why oh, I drew you the picture? Yeah, you did.
4: Well, I still have it downstairs I know you do. Yeah.
3: You do. I think you do. All right, here we go. And your personality. But here we have he Elsa. He thinks I'm mean. What's up?
4: I said he thinks I'm mean.
3: No, my Elsa's personality. not mean. <laughs> not at all. She's got a great voice. So, anywho. So, we have Elsa here confronted with the ocean. The waves are coming at her. Let's check it out and see what she does. So she lost the cape. She's staring at the waves. She pulls down her hair, loses the cape. She's staring at the waves, like just
4: and dead she's stare. She's
3: running towards the waves.
4: Running on water.
3: Running running on water, right. It's freezing and then she walks. Up. goes over the waves. My initial thought. You're not telling me something. You can tell me she jumping right over water. Now she's in the water running over. Sliding Are down. Back
1: there? There?
3: Yeah, it. And she's freezing the waves. The further out, listeners, what she's doing she's freezing the waves so she can slide over them. Yeah, he has spin, he's riding. Well,
0: he's off. he's riding spin.
3: pretty cool. We're a lot. For our listeners that can't see it, we're giving a lot. I mean, we see Kristoff, hey. uh, who is running towards something.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, with other reindeer. Hastily, just... too. Yes, with other, with other deer. Uh, and you have spin there. We also have... Elsa defending something or putting a force field around her with Olaf. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: We have, I didn't catch what character that was with Anna that was being shot through the leaves and being thrown up in the air like levitating.
4: I couldn't see that either. Um,
3: But I wondered, why is she running out into the ocean? Does it have anything to do with her parents? Because, you know, her parents (gasps) were were taking under by the sea. And so I thought, hmm interesting i wonder if that has anything to do with it is she running she facing her fear there's Did her fear I, yeah. not having her parents obviously her fear is not being able to control her magic but mm-hmm. not having parents she's just staring dead into the ocean i thought
4: it was like a training like you know just her training right. and like okay what can i do to but right. i feel like yours is <laughs> it probably is more towards this more what? of the story we don't,
3: we don't know i mean we'll, hopefully we'll Could know be. soon you yeah know, with more trailers that'll kind of piece the clues all together but that's the frozen two trailer There's so much coming out, Steph. We also have, and let me get to it here, the Dumbo trailer. And have you seen anything on Dumbo?
4: Oh, by the way, uh, Frozen 2 comes out November 22nd.
3: Okay, so so you're right.
4: That's the thing. They always
3: do, they always Mm -hmm. release them that week. So we also have the brand new Dumbo sneak peek that was just released. And that was released last week. Our elephant can be seen flying around the circus tent. In uh, this new preview included in the new sneak peek are snippets of from scenes with the, the circus ringmaster and portrayed by Danny DeVito, obviously, and the circus performer uh, portrayed by Colin Farrell. Do you want to see this or do you think we're doing too much of the YouTube clips? Uh, up to you. Okay. How are we on time? Um, you know, I don't know how, how far along we are. Let's go ahead and skip this one. I don't. I feel like our listeners can't see. Yeah. What's going on? And I almost feel bad because here we are just talking over the trailer. You know, they're maybe I go a,
4: home and YouTube it though. They yeah, I'm excited. For maybe it. that's a and cool thing. Like, hey.
3: though, I have no idea. But um, so let's go. Let's transition. Let's go from that. Let's talk about Ron Miller. Ron Miller. You probably don't know that name, Stephanie. But Ron Miller was a former president and CEO of Disney. Okay. He passed away. So we had two people that passed away just recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had the archivist, and then right. now we have the former CEO and president, Ron Miller. Walt Disney family sadly announced that Ron Miller has passed away. He was age 85. He was the husband of Diane Disney Miller and the son-in-law of Walt Disney.
4: Diane Disney Miller.
3: Mm-hmm. Walt, uh, excuse me, Miller became president of Walt Disney Productions. Now referred to as the Walt Disney Company in 1978 and then later CEO in 1983. Ron Miller was the president and, excuse me, president of the board of directors at the Walt Disney Family Museum and owner of the Silverado Vineyards. It's very sad that he passed away. Yeah, that is very sad. I don't know. I, I 85, don't know. That's,
4: a, that's a more of the, the good life. I know before you were saying like that's, that's early. 85, I feel like is a, they lived a good life.
3: Yeah, very much so. Um, the new Aladdin trailer revealed, and I and I won't. I have that too in that clip as well <laughs> to show you. But the new Aladdin trailer reveals that Will Smith. And I don't know if you remember this. The argument over Will being blue or not as the genie, but he had tweeted a picture of himself. Okay. And he let a lot of uh, people responding with like hate tweets, like it's not sticking to the original. You should be blue because the genie was blue. He, so he's not blue. So he tweeted, "That's my human form." So okay. they did show him as a blue genie, but now he's getting even more criticism because apparently it's uh, people feel that Disney didn't do a good enough job of CGI and animation and making him look like a genie. Rather, his body just looks painted blue, mm-hmm. and they put like a filter over it when they put it within the computer within the programs. You know, ran it through the yeah. programs, and so it comes across cheesy.
1: Okay, we shall see.
3: A- I looked at well, here I, I can play yeah. the trailer real quick. I looked at it. Or just I don't necessarily agree with people that were tweeting back. It's an Aladdin movie, for crying out loud. And who cares if it's blue paint or CGI'd? I really don't care in the matter. I think it's just cool that they are yeah. Disney. I see it right here. Okay, you do see yeah. it. Let me see it here real quick. I just think it's cool that Disney is remaking all these awesome renaissance era or period cartoons for all of us to enjoy yeah i love that's that's really cool see i don't care i don't care at all let's see what else oh it looks like that's the last piece that i got by the way do you have anything else for us
4: no i think that's that's about it okay
3: one thing i want to tell our listeners real quick before we wrap it up so i've been doing a lot of thinking and even my last trip that i just took to disney walt disney world this past weekend i started thinking about you know all the changes that have happened to our podcast and it's um You know, it's very apparent that a lot of changes have happened. Mm -hmm. We've had multiple hosts on the show. Um, You know that every other week we have Walt Express that comes on. And you know that I've been really trying to hammer down a family here, right? Mm -hmm. And so uh, earlier I mentioned Tim and and Tim and I were talking yesterday and – he has decided not to come on routinely onto the podcast. He he doesn't mind coming on every once in a while as a guest, but he just doesn't have the time commitment right now to, to come on and yeah. do the weekly thing. And I, and I totally get it. He's very involved with his family mm-hmm. and his church and Cub Scouts yeah. and ministry and things like that. So I totally understand that. Chrissy's still going to come on uh, weekly when she can, and it looks like it's going to be weekly along with you and I, which yeah. is going to be awesome, but um, if... Uh, all all else fails, we know it's going to be you and I uh, weekly uh, mm-hmm. coming on, given at least the, the news and rumors. Yeah. So, with that said, what I would like to do because I, I really started thinking about uh, the quality of our episodes, and I wanted to make sure that we had quality. We've been doing, we've been producing three episodes a week for the past geez, I, year a lot. and some change. And it, it it is a lot, and takes up takes up a lot of time. When you from say four hundred
4: and something episodes, I'm like, whoop. oh well,
3: there are podcasts wow. out there, girl, that have over a thousand episodes. It's insane. With that said, I think we're going to go down to just two episodes a week, and you're going to have the news and rumors, so you can definitely count on that. Every and it's still going to be on Wednesdays. Okay. So every Wednesday we're going to have the news and rumors. I'm thinking about either possibly just that other episode because we're going down to two. Publishing out on Sunday night or Monday, and I still haven't figured out when that's going to be out. I'm kind of leaning towards Sunday morning is when I would publish that out. Um, but if, if you want to chime in what days you would like that extra episode, definitely. I mean, I'm still open, uh, and, you know, as far as making that decision. You too, Steph. And our, you know, four zero seven six seven four zero four one four. But I was looking at, like, our analytics and seeing, you know, when our episodes are are commonly downloaded or people are looking at our websites and stuff like that. And what I found out is it's all the time. It's, yeah. <laughs> there's not really one given. And it, it doesn't even matter what time down. of day. It's in the morning and in the afternoon and evening. I Every go single it, day. I,
4: I pick the ones like that are tailored towards the, the needs of what, what I want you're, to What you right want to listen to,
3: do, right. Exactly. So we, we're going to go down to two episodes. That second episode is definitely going to be either like a trip review or entertainment or park touring something related to disney travel so every other week you are guaranteed we're going to have walt express travel on that's going to be a guarantee every single week we're going to have news and rumors on wednesday so we're talking about that that second podcast every other week that's not with walt express
1: what we'll be
4: doing it'll be some form of
3: entertainment or trip review or something the trip reviews
4: are fun the, and that's what def- we're going to be doing a lot of fun. coming up here soon. Is yeah, definitely. Trip
3: my, my Trip Review and then my brother, I want to get his perspective. Yeah. So I'm going to milk that one. I'm going to, because he hasn't gone since 1984. Right. So he has a very different, unique perspective.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Basically a first timer because he was a kid when he went. So right. and he barely remembers, you know, going. He said he only remembers bits and pieces. So this past trip, man, boy, he was just taking everything in like Colin's first time. His eyes were wide open. I'm looking at everything. It's crazy. So, we're going down to two episodes. I want to bring you. With all this said, though, I want to bring you quality. You know, I really want it—not quantity. I really want to focus on the quality of the episodes. So, like the news and rumors. Like t- tonight, we went in. I don't know. We're just a little over an hour. I had some YouTube clips. I still want. I want to start incorporating some of that stuff. On having more statistics and things like that, incorporating just making sure we have more quality to, to the episode. And uh, so, like I said, every other week you'll hear from Walt Express Travel, and then from there, every other week, it'll be a trip review or some form of entertainment episode. Sounds good. Going forward. But good plan. Uh, it'll be you and I and uh, Chrissy as well when she can. Yeah. So, with that said, We want to thank you for listening to our show. If you're interested in being a guest on our show, have a question or comment, or simply want a free quote, don't be bashful. Get a little dopey with us. You can go ahead and text us. Simply text us 407-674-0414 or email us podcast at gmail.com. Or you can go ahead and email me as well, travel at podcast. Net. Check us out on our social media accounts. Instagram is going to be Mousecapades underscore Nick. Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. And our Twitter feed is going to be Mousecapades Pod. And we got to come up with a sign-off for you. And I, was for me, about,
4: I was over here panicking, actually, thinking, uh-oh. what am I supposed to say when it's, when it's time we'll, to we'll, wrap up? We will get
3: it next time. So that'll about do it. Peace. And love. There you go. Have a magical day. <laughs>